position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite... The deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number 31 of the Best Linux Games podcast, the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. It is uh, Friday, May 29th, uh, 21.08 Pacific Time. That would be 9-11. Uh, normal human gross domestic product adjusted for inflation time. Uh, PM, uh, and this will this is for air on, uh, I guess, tomorrow, which I think is the first. Oh my goodness. No, it's not the first. It's the 30th of May. We have a bunch of interesting stuff for you this week. Um, a couple of, uh, titles that we mentioned last week, uh, we're going to revisit them in depth. Uh, and we have a bunch of new and noteworthy, and we have one fantastic motherfucking deal for you. Um, so yeah, let's get straight to it. Uh, first off, in our new and noteworthy, we have Audio Surf 2, which is finally out of, uh, you know, early access, purgatory, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, audio, for those of you who, who may have missed it, Audio Surf, uh, is one of those, um, demi hybrid, uh, audio visualization, uh, games that actually allows you to play with your own music. 
Um, I've been very excited about it. Uh, here's what they have to say. Uh, ride your music in more ways than ever before. Audio Surf 2 is a music game for your entire music collection. Plus online music streaming, although it does not actually, insofar as I can tell, allow for streaming internet radio, but that's actually for several logical reasons that kind of make sense. Um, in that the, the game kind of depends on knowing on figuring out where the peak of the song is, and that requires some read ahead and, you know, blah, blah. And so if it's, if it's just reading from a constant stream, like, for instance, www.rfihc.com, which is our streaming radio, uh, uh, our, our 24-7, uh, programmatic streaming radio, um, it can't really do that because there's, sure, it might get the metadata for the song, but then, I could see a way in which it would be, where, in which, I could see a way in which that is possible, but, you know, they don't want to deal with that. Anyway, plus online music streaming and song of the day. Uh, plus it has hundreds of mod skins, uh, available via the, uh, Steam Workshop, and there's a free demo available. And, uh, the user review is very positive, 1,359 reviews. And I, you know, it's, it's visually spectacular. It's awesome. You need to check out a video of it. Notice how there's no sound being played right now. That's because really audio surf is your music. So, you know, I can't really play anything of it. Check it out. Absolutely. That's audio surf two. A U D I O S U R F two. Um, that's just May 26th, 2015. Finally out of, uh, early access, etc. Um, I highly recommend it. Oh yeah, and uh the current price for it is oh, right now through June 2nd, uh it's 15% off at $12.74. Um get lost in your music all over again. I'm a big fan of this this type of game. Uh if you're interested in this type of game but also really want to play uh streaming radio with it, um check out Beat Hazard. Beat Hazard. B E A T H-A-Z-A-R-D, which was kind of the origin of the Auto Radio Project, which ultimately became the Radio Control Room Project, rcrproject.com, which is a sponsor and side project of mine of this show. Um, so that's Audio Surf 2. Up next, we have Heroes of Loot. And Heroes of Loot, I got really excited. I, I, I have to admit, I got really excited. Let's see what See if this has any uh, exciting audio accompanied with it. That's right! Heroes! Oh, oh, oh! Heroes! Heroes! Heroes of Loot! Ah! Yeah! Ooh! Ah! Um, Heroes of Loot is. Why won't they. Stop it! <laughs> ah, there we go. Heroes of Loot, um. Came out May 25th, 2015. Uh, here's what they have to say. They call it a brutal mix between dungeon crawler and shoot 'em up. The dungeon will learn from you and become more dangerous every time you play. So far, the user reviews have been positive, 18 reviews. I spent like seven minutes with it. Um, and my overall impression of it was it would, it's kind of like a, uh, modern, uh, <laughs> it's gonna sound really weird. It, it plays a lot like, um, the way, uh, if you're of a certain age, if you remember the old game, uh, if you, if you remember the, uh, old game Gauntlet or Gauntlet 2 from the arcades, it plays a lot like a modernized version of that. Um, 
One of the things that sucks about it, though, in terms of, like, the way – as it stands now – by the way, it's uh, – until June 1st, it's 15% off, uh, but the full retail, retail price is $5.99. The 15% off knocks it down to $5.09, so it's not that much of a savings. The 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 problem that I had with it was it looked like – I'm trying to put together a bunch of games that are totally twin-stick, you know, like – controller-based games for, like, a feature on this show. And uh, this game looked, like, totally like it was gonna fit the bill for that. And, of course, trying to do that on Linux invokes a deal-breaking bug that causes it to crash at the very boot-up. They have really good instructions on how to, you know, obviate this, but that makes it mouse-only and, you know, duh. Um, it's It's... It plays, it's really fun. I could see if you're of a certain, um, if you, if you're in the mood for a certain type of game, um, meaning like, you know, light on, uh, light on the actual, um, requisites for, um, for, you know, conscious thought, um, then this is like totally like right up your alley. And sometimes we all are. And this game is, is very good at that. Um, you know, this is not a review. Check it out. That's Heroes of Loot. It's a top-down, uh, procedurally generated, I guess, um, you know, uh, uh, dungeon crawler kind of game. Unfortunately, currently mouse only. Um, even though they say Heroes of Loot combines the action of twin stick shooters with the dungeon crawling of roguelikes. Yeah. Okay. Well, not for Linux, evidently. So there is that. So that is Heroes of Loot, H-E-R-O-E-S-O-F-L-O-O-T. Up next, we have Badlands Game of the Year Edition. And this is a game that, or Badland Game of the Year Edition, this is a game that, according to um, Steam right now, at least in terms of the Linux compatibility, came out on May 26, 2015, so it's fucking brand new, last three days. This is one of those puzzle platformer kind of games, but it has multiplayer elements. Um, it's high concept. It looks kind of like a cross between World of Goo and, um, I don't know, like Oddworld and lots of other stuff. It's, it's, ve- and it's very pretty. Um, check out the videos of it. And you'll kind of instantly know if, uh, you know, blah. It only has local cooperative play, though, which is the only reason why I have not bought this game. Um, you're, uh, let's see what they have to say about it. With Badland Game of the Year Edition, experience the multi-award winning action adventure like never before. Uh, new, newly redesigned for Steam. Um, uh, fly and survive through the Game of the Year winning. Okay, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Game of the Year Edition builds on the stunningly atmospheric, hand-painted graphics of the original Badland with enhanced, above-full, high-definition visuals, completely redesigned controls, over 15 hours of single-player campaign, and awesome multiplayer fun for up to four players with both local co-op and battle modes. Um, my impression, though, is it's only local co-op. So, you know, you'll have to check it out. Uh, right now, through June 2nd, uh, it's 15% off at $8.49. That is Badland. Game of the Year edition. Up next, we have a game that I actually got, 
I didn't get to spend too much time with. I only got to spend like maybe five minutes with it. But it is called Crash Drive 2. And this game, I know this sounds ridiculous that like I'm actually excited about this game. But I had, let's see if they have in a world. No, I'm kidding. Um, get ready for ridiculous fun in this multiplayer free roaming stunting, 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 S-T-U-N-T-I-N-G game. Drive a bus, tank, or monster truck and speed across huge open worlds. Level up your car, participate in random events, and discover secret areas. Buy now and get a free copy to gift to your friend. The release date for this is May 28th, 2015, so yesterday. Um, If you remember, uh, I can't remember if it was San Francisco Rush or if it was Rush 2. And I can't remember what platform it was on. It was, I think it was like the... Not the Dreamcast. Might have been the Dreamcast. But there was a... Anyway, there was a Rush game. Might have been the N64, actually. That had this stunt mode where instead of, like, racing anybody or, like, even, like, car combat or anything, there's no specific goal other than to hit obstacles and shit and launch your car with... Different degrees of air control, depending on how much you've leveled up your car and stuff, um, into the most insane tricks. Almost like, kind of like Tony Hawk, um, crossed with Demolition Derby and other aspects. I'm probably like one of only five people who remembers that game. This game accurately recreates that. Um, and is a huge amount of fun right now through June 4th. If you buy Crash Drive 2, you get a free copy of it. So one, buy one, get one free, another license for one of your friends. It's also 20% off at $3.99. And uh yeah, definitely check out the video for this if that sounds like something that you're interested in. You cannot, there's, there is nothing, I've seen very few games over the last, like, literally 12 years that have come this close to being this type of game um, and having it done this well. So, yeah, check it out. Um, if, 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 if this is what you're interested in. Oh, yeah, and it has multiplayer. I don't know if it's a online multiplayer. I think it is online multiplayer. Um, and, yeah, and you can't go wrong at $3.99. So that's Crash drive two. Then, uh, finally, in our new and noteworthy, um, we have Counter-Strike. I know Counter-Strike uh, Global Offensive uh, has just started a new, um, whatever the fuck they call them, uh, a new campaign mode thing. Um, uh, oh, God. And I cannot find... Yes, it's called Operation Bloodhound. And I think it's like $6.00. Um, and Operation Bloodhound, uh, introduces, just like all of the other quote-unquote operations, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's a fancy repackaging of ways of getting, you know, not just experience points, but like, uh, you know, unlocks and, uh, et cetera, new skins. Six bucks, you know, if you're into Counter-Strike Go like I am, and you should be, definitely, uh, jump in to the, uh, Counter-Strike Global Operations, Operation Bloodhound. Um, 
Here's what they have to say. It's that magic time where spring prepares to give way to summer, a time for fun in the sun, vacations, friends, and of course, a brand new operation for CSGO. New modes, campaigns, and bragging rights await you. Welcome to Operation Bloodhound. Um, the global offensive is ever-changing, and with new conflicts come a new place battle, which you get to experience for free, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. That is our new and noteworthy, which brings us to our features. Um... I want to talk about two of the games that we mentioned last week in episode 31. The first one is Invisible Ink, which I gave short shrift um, in terms of our capsule reviews. Invisible Ink is an isometric um, turn-based stealth espionage game. Brought to you by the same guys who made Mark of the Ninja. It is critically acclaimed up its asshole. Destructoid loves it. Rock, paper, shotgun loves it. Everyone loves it. Everyone's just jizzing in their pants for invisible, invisible ink. Well, I got to spend around five hours with it over the last week. And, uh, here's what makes invisible ink really, really good and makes it, um, makes it not just really, really good, but makes it something new in terms of this genre. Um, the first thing is, Invisible Ink, yes, you have action points, so that means, you know, that that dictates the amount of squares that you're able to move during a turn, or the amount of actions you're actually able to take, such as peeking through doors, or, um, yeah, those are pretty, oh, or, like, looting, um, an item, like, looting, like, a, a safe or whatever. The cool thing about Invisible Ink is that it has a very multi-layered approach to this very staid, tried, and true um, game design ethos, meaning that on one on one part of the game, and all of these happen all at once, and the, the controls, everything happens through the mouse and the space bar, and that's pretty much it. And it's one of the one of the very few games where the interface kind of really disappears, even with those limitations, even for me. And I am one of the guys who really loves to have hotkeys for everything, blah, blah, blah. You don't really need hotkeys for everything in this game because everything, it's, everything just kind of is there underneath your cursor and you press the space bar to go into hacking mode. Now, okay, so here's one of the crucial elements that, that it doesn't jump you into immediately, um, as being like, Really, you know, blah. The game is not intimidating at all. It walks you into its universe, which is not complicated when you're becoming immersed in it. But once you are immersed in it, you see its full complexity and you begin to really enjoy the 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 design decisions that they that they they've chosen to make. One of which, okay, so. 
here's here's the here's what separates this from every other tactical stealth espionage action game that you ever played. Invisible Ink, the the normal first campaign mode that you'll play gives you seventy two hours in which you have to travel between different targets that you get to pick, a pseudo XCOM style, um, all of which are procedurally generated, uh, including the maps, the interior maps, and including the goals, you know, blah, 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 of each of these targets. Um, and the travel time in between them via your jet, you know, is deducted from these 72 hours, after which point you lose the game. That's the first, you know, this is just the initial game mode. So... What's really cool is that when you're actually in the game, when you're in, you know, once after you've picked a, picked a map, you know, like let's say, and the, the, the maps, you know, range, the mission types range from like, you know, financial suite where you get to, you know, try to infiltrate a, uh, corporate, um, sector, um, financial meeting and then find the guy who has the access codes. And if you, if you, jack into his brain, you can get his access codes for use in a later mission, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or, for instance, um, an aug- cyber augmentation suite, um, where, like, the, where if, you know, you get to the, uh, augmentation room, you're able to augment your agents with, um, better cybernetic equipment that gives them different abilities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of these carry through throughout your missions. Here's the cool thing, though. When you're actually in the game, the game is designed, it's predicated on the premise that you will make every decision you are going to make is going to be at once a considered, deliberate action, but it's also going to be one that you're going to make kind of on the fly. I know those two ideas are kind of in... um direct conflict with each other. But that's kind of the genius of this game. So for every mission, you have five rewinds. And a rewind takes you back to the beginning of your turn, of a previous turn. What this means is, and and you start off with only two agents, so it's like, if you lose an agent, you're fucked. Like, there, it's, it's, you know, blah. Like, I've had to restart the entire game um, only two or three times, but one of the cool things is, even after having done that, you learn so much about how to play the game without anyone, like, leaning over your shoulder going, what is this? And considering that all the maps are procedurally generated, um, it is a, and, and, and everything that you do carries over throughout the course of your campaign. So, like, you know, if you if you augment one character with, you know, this thing or give him an item or or give him, you know, a gun or, or you know, blah, this guy's got a cloaking device or whatever. All of these things carry over to other missions. And then you can also upgrade your individual agents with uh, attributes that also, you know, um, independently of their augmentations, you know, blah. The stealth action is very good. The decision, the way that the game strikes a balance between making carefully considered, painstaking decisions and actually allowing you to just completely fuck everything up, only to be able to just go, oh yeah, oh wait, you know what, I want to take all of that back. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Maybe having to take back several times and only realizing then at that point how 
just how fucked you might actually be in terms of the, cause you only have like five re, you know, rewinds on beginner difficulty. Um, makes it a game to definitely check out. Do not be fooled also by the, uh, animation or art style. It, it might look like a cartoon, but it is a very, 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 uh, cool, awesome, considered, well put together game. And so that's Invisible Ink, which can be had, by the way. Invisible Ink is $19.99. I'm not entirely sure if it's... I would need to give it about 10 more hours to know if it's exactly worth full price. But it is a fucking hell of a ride, and it's very addictive, very fun, um, and kind of hits like the ADD sweet spot for me in between... Um, forcing you to just like, you know, gnaw off your fingernails, uh, staring before you end your turn, um, and actually being able to kind of dynamic, kind of control a dynamic situation on the fly, um, in a, in a, uh, squad based tactical simulation that is heavily focused on industrial espionage, not on combat, um, and really, really brings a lot to the table. So that is Invisible Ink, I-N-V-I-S-I-B-L-E, uh, comma, space, I-N-C, Ink as in Incorporated. Um, and it is $19.99. Not sure if it's everyone's cup of tea, but definitely take a look at it. If anything I just said made any sort of impression on you, then it might be interesting, then definitely check, take a look at. Which brings us to our deals this week, which we will have sans music, because we only have one deal, unfortunately. Um, cause I, I can't wait for the Steam Summer Sale to begin. But anyway, this deal this week is fucking awesome, and you need to get it if, you know, you're, in, if you're only just initiate in its glory. Chivalry, medieval warfare is 80% off, now through June 1st, meaning, uh, I think, uh, shit, uh, Monday, or, yeah, Monday, that would be Monday, uh, June 1st, I think, uh, 80% off at $4.99, go to the website bestlinuxgames.com and look at some of the videos that I've, I've done of people playing Chivalry, it's one of the best first person, um, it's one of the best first-person multiplayer games that I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's more fun than a barrel of fucking monkeys, chop off heads, bring fucking cataclysmic and insane, insanely barbaric um, groups of forces to bear against each other uh, in real time, in first-person, uh, a la you know, <laughs> any other first-person shooter, um, it's it's a spectacular game. Right now, Chivalry is 80% off at $4.99 through June 1st, and up until Sunday, allegedly, you can play it for free. So that is Chivalry Medieval Warfare, 80% off, $4.99. Now, to recap um, everything that we uh, had in this episode, we uh, had Counter-Strike... Um, whatever the fuck they're calling the new DLC for Counter-Strike. It's like Blood something or something. I can't remember. Um, oh yeah, Operation Bloodhound, I think. 
um, which is like, I think $6.99. Then we had Crash Drive 2, which is that San Francisco Rush crash mode, like, game. Multiplayer, blah. And that, that game is only, um, that game is totally worth it. I've only spent five minutes with it, but it's, it's totally worth it. It's like four bucks. Um, then we have Badland Game of the Year Edition. And then before that, we had Heroes of Loot, which is kind of the gauntlet-esque, um, top-down, you know, dungeon crawler, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then we started the show off with Audio Surf 2, just out of early access. So, cheers, that'll do us for this week. Uh, thanks for listening, and, um, yeah. Uh, well, oh, yeah, one thing about uh, Crash Drive 2, remember, if you buy one, you get one free, now through June 4th, It's and also it's 20% off. Um, so it's $3.99. That's a hell of a deal. And Chivalry, 80% off. Chivalry Medieval Warfare, 80% off. $4.99 through June 1st. Um, and evidently with a free, you can play it for free, uh, now until Sunday. I'm not sure if that actually works on Linux because I've had a copy of the game for forever. So I can't really tell you. Um, oh yeah. And then we reviewed Invisible Ink. Which I gave short shrift last week, and yeah, I've had a hell of a time with it during the intervening, you know, days. Um, check check back next week. Uh, we'll have um, hopefully um, some more in depth reviews of uh, several games that I want to touch on this week, but we ran out of time. Uh, principally being Sunset, um, which I am still not wildly impressed with. But we will, we will let all of that. It's not a wildly impressive game, so I want to log 20 hours in it before I actually give you an opinion. Anyway, check back next week. Thanks for listening, and uh, keep gaming, guys. Cheers. The Best Linux Games Podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.